Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Sell Better Daily Sales Show. We are bringing you daily sales advice to help you sell better. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen here. While I do that, let us know where you're tuning in from in the chat. We love to hear it. Uh, I'm Leslie. We're here to talk today about one-on-ones, improving them overall, all sorts of of lovely uh, advice coming your way here shortly. We have, ooh, let's see. I don't think you know. We have a treat today. Well, you do know because you signed up. A real-life dynamic rep and manager duo, an unstoppable force to be reckoned with, uh, GB, Gabrielle Blackwell, and Ford Spivak. Give us like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give us a talk show wave. Oh, yes. Um, We, if before we dive in really quick, if you're a regular here, welcome back. But if you're new, our mission here at Sell Better is to help salespeople. And we do this with a free show every single day. It's our daily sales show just like this. You can check us out at sellbetter.xyz or you can scan that QR code on your screen and we could not do this without our partners. Make sure you check them out. Vidyard and Attention. Vidyard helps you stand out with video messages to clients, prospects, anyone you really want to. Um, they make it super easy to edit. I'm a huge fan of their Chrome extension. So if you have Vidyard, you haven't downloaded the Chrome extension. So good. And Attention, if you don't know them, they deliver real-time intelligence to sales reps while they're on a call. And as quick, tiny peek, crazy bananas good. I answered a cold email last week. It happens. And I booked a meeting. The rep was phenomenal. And he was making adjustments on the call as we were talking. And I was like, you're just so aware. Like, how are you? You're you're very aware. Talk to me about that. And he's like, well, you're in sales. You get it. I can tell you. I'm actually using the attention platform and it's feeding me tips live to make our phone call better. Super cool. Um, We'll drop a a link in the chat over here so you can check them out if you haven't already. But let's chat about today. We're going to talk about common problems with one-on-ones, or just briefly. Then we'll chat about this outline and this effective strategy that GB and Ford have going here and how to uh, how to manage like your progress and your goals together as a team, as a unit. I think that is so important. Let's dive in and start off with the challenge that we're seeing. So GB and Ford, chime in. I'm hearing things from reps. I'm hearing things from managers. One-on-one seem to be more frequently talked about in a negative light than a positive light. What are some of the like things that you don't see together because obviously you guys have a, a really great communication style, but what are some of the things that either you've experienced in the past things that you hear from other people that don't have the same sort of uh you know good manager rep vibe that you got going yeah i think from uh the rep side of things and previous uh roles i've had it's been like a lack of a framework um so i think having a good understanding of what needs to be talked about like gb and i we have um kind of two sessions per week they're only 30 minutes um, but the first day is like, we just kind of go over metrics, go over our pacing um, and pipeline. 
which is 30 minutes. And then we actually have a whole other day associated with coaching and development. So if you kind of try to throw those in together, they can get muddled and mixed up. But having the two separate days really helps us and helps me progress as a rep. Well, I, I hear that it's like it just gets mashed up. There's too many things trying to happen in the chat. I feel like let me know if this resonates with you. More often than not, if you don't have them separate, pipeline starts creeping in and taking over. And then the only thing you're talking about is what's closing next. Anybody else feel that before? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, like in addition to what Ford shared, um, just like one thing, one of the biggest challenges is that lack of preparation. But this is probably sports point, like this lack of expectations on what is a really great one-on-one how do we know from both like the manager and their rep level like what it takes to have a really great one-on-one and like how do we know from meeting or missing the mark besides just performance so um i think like you know a lack of 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 guidelines and and that could be a lack of awareness on both sides of like just what is a good one-on-one and what to expect oh that brings up a great point cares about pipeline Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that definition is such an interesting thing. Like when you first sit down with a new rep, someone new on your team, is that something that you bring to the table and define? Like, here's what a good one-on-one looks like for me. What do you want out of it? Mm, I've, I don't know if Ford's probably the best person to answer that. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't think that I have like, taking the time to be like, all right, hey, like how, what, what does it look like for you to get the most out of this um, one-on-one? And I will say part of my thought process to this too is uh, I think a myth big time that happens in uh, one-on-ones and maybe this is in general, but like from what I've seen with sales managers and sales reps is people will say it's the rep's job to own the one-on-one. And I think that that is false, a false statement. If you have super like you have more experienced highly motivated like they're going out there and they're learning all the things and they're coming back from an i don't want to say educated but like a thoroughly researched point of view then sure mm-hmm. like you can always default and in the the manager can take much more of a, a coaching standpoint to one-on-ones however especially for um, what i've seen people who are earlier on in their careers in the sdr seat is the manager needs to do a much better the managers have to be able to go hey, like, here's what, like, here's some foundational items for one-on-ones. And here's how we know that we're going to do a really great job. And then here are the expectations. Like, here's what you can expect of me. And also here's what I expect of you. Um, I know we're going to get into like what Ford and myself and my other reps, what we do in these one-on-one settings. But I too try to give like as much room for the rep to own the one-on-one. So like, all right, you might own like what exactly we're talking about. However, the guidance that I'm giving you it's going to be pretty much the same. So I think it's you have to like set the parameters um, and empower your reps to be able to own things. But it, it first starts off with you need to have some fun, like some foundational, like fundamental things on there. And that's coming from the manager. Yeah, I think kind of my experience with you is you're like, this is the goal of this call. And then how we get to this goal is like conversational. We can kind of figure that out on our own way. Um, but definitely you providing like tools and um like assets to drive that conversation towards the goal. Um, Thanks. I'll send you my Venmo later for saying all these things. Yeah, for sure. 
I like it. I like it. I want to see who's in the room um, while we're having this conversation so that we can tailor it to to like who's who's sitting here in the room with us. Um, I I kind of as you both are talking through that, I associate it with like if I'm giving a blank piece of paper and say like someone says, draw me something. I'm like. I'm like, uh, I have no idea. Okay, let me think. But if you're like, draw me a giraffe with pink spots and blue hair, you know, it's like too specific and I'm like, I'm guarded in versus like, here's the framework. I want you to draw me an animal with a long neck and make it some funky colors. Now it's like letting my character shine through. Was that like the worst analogy that I've I ever know. done? I, listen, I, 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 I was even thinking in my head, I feel like it's like a coloring book more than anything else like yeah you've got the outline that's there and so my i'm just going to give you the colored pencils and the markers and the paint like if you want to bedazzle it you can but we're all kind of like we all know what we're looking at and it's up to yeah. you to bring it to life i like that a coloring book yeah um i want to get in because i love the way that the two of you have really worked together and um but, just like we we talked previously about how your relationship has changed um, over like sharing information and getting goals and, and sharing goals back and forth with each other. We spoke about kind of how to split up the day-to-day a little bit more. Can you talk about that purposeful one-day pipeline, one-day coaching and development and kind of what the structure looks like there for your team. Yeah. So I had gotten this um so one of my mentors is uh Kevin Dorsey, KD. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Taught me so much. And like uh and I remember I was asking him a few years ago, like, hey, like how do you run your one on ones? Like what's the best way that I can do it? And he was the one who really recommended splitting out one on ones across two different days. So um, for the one-on-one structure, the one uh, weekly structure, right? Like for me, I like to do Tuesdays and Thursdays are one-on-one days. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays is where we're going over numbers. And so like, I know there's one person, Meg, who's like, hey, I've never seen any benefit of SGR manager one-on-one to discuss pipeline. Uh, I respectfully disagree, but, and it's a small portion. It's more about where are you at right now? And then based off of where you're at, what does your plan need to be this week? And so, and then how do you accomplish your plan? And so that's really the first one-on-one of the week. And so that's when we're thinking about the pipeline or the conversion numbers. It's more about, you just need to know where you're at, right? This very moment in time to figure out what you need to accomplish this week. And then we're coaching on strategy on that plan. And then on, and so then for Thursdays, because also what we want to do in that first one-on-one of the week is start to identify like, what's one thing that can either like propel your business forward right? Like if you're pacing ahead um, or maybe there's a growth edge that you want to explore or if you're pacing behind, it's like, hey, like what's the one thing that's holding your business back? And then that's what we're going to then coach on. So um, like there might be examples of we're seeing that call to connect rates are going down. It's like, right, well, in the number of connects that we're having, you need to have X number of connects to be successful, right? So like this is where Ford and I would have a conversation to figure out like, all right, here's the problem what are some ways that we can solve this? And then what does that mean in terms of like, what does Ford need to do? What do I need to do? What do we need to do together to prepare for one-on-one on Thursday? And then we, and we go from there. 
Ford, how does that impact like the way that you show up? You have this, you're talking metrics early on in the week. Does that change the way that you're approaching your week based on that conversation? Definitely. I think it kind of just gives me a better understanding of like where I'm at. So like it depends what metrics you're looking at. Like I agree that looking at like call rates or like number of calls and number of meetings booked probably aren't the most helpful metrics. But in this uh, tool that GB built out, I'm looking at my connect rates. I'm looking at my email reply rates. So if I see any dips anywhere, I can kind of have my mind work on solving that problem. Um, And then, yeah, it definitely shows up in the way that I work based on what I focus on that week from an SDR level. I think this is really like strategic of putting that like metrics review or your pipeline review earlier on in the week, especially with the SDR BDRs, right? Like it's this map of where do we need to get to if if you're going to implement this. I think like that's a really cool takeaway that I didn't think about because before it's like, how many reps do you have? Okay, how, how do you spread this out across your days? Really interesting. You mentioned the the map, the plan, the the asset that GB shared. Do you mind talking through that a little bit, kind of when you're looking at metrics and and sharing that with us? Yeah, no problem. Awesome. No problem. Can everybody see that okay? Yeah, it looks good. Beautiful. So we do have those metrics there. This is kind of like where I start out my week, like maybe like 30 minutes before our one-on-one, our first one-on-one, I'll go in here and update my numbers based off of uh, Salesforce reports. But again, it just gives me a kind of a, a data-backed story summary of like how I'm doing uh, in the quarter. So we have like the total calls, total emails. What I focus on are the key conversion metrics the most and if those are dipping, if those are raising. Um, and that's kind of where I put my focus on. Like if my call to connects are dropping, I'm like, maybe I need to stop calling that that bad number, you know, that I know is bad. I'm going to lift those up. Um, And then even from there, it just kind of gives her a perspective of where I'm at. But I also like this side of things because it's like, man, I don't, I know what I have to do to get the job done. Um, And it just gives me like kind of a finish line before the finish line, I would say. Like, this is what I need to put in to get this out. Um, So this... Sorry, I'm just going to pop in really quick. Um, this framework you're filling in every week. You're updating your numbers, correct? Mm-hmm. So I yeah. fill in this yellow, these yellow portions and then all the rest auto-populate. Awesome. Love it. But throughout, like off of the just the pacing document, we set like weekly goals, um, which we're then able to kind of like see how we're charting in progress. And then we also talk about like where we're going to get the wins this week um, and top accounts. So creating a narrative um, for an account and then just kind of attacking that. Yeah, this is awesome. So this is kind of your Tuesday, you know, first conversation starts in here. And GB, I saw it in the chat a couple of times too. Um, You know, I do think like... uh, Give us your give us your response on why a spreadsheet, Google Doc, Excel. Uh, I know, lol. Um, honestly, I just like I don't know how to link the stuff together. Like it's really as simple as that. I could I can I can make up some shit for y'all. I really really could. 
Um, I think there's another like, and maybe I'm old school like this. I think there's something that's really powerful about the rep, like going through inside of a report mm-hmm. and then having to go, whether you're copying and pasting, right? But like you are owning that number by virtue of you like looking at it and transferring it over into the spreadsheet too. So like, um, let's say, you know, not Ford because Ford is obviously he's pacing really well right now in the quarter. But, you know, like if Ford is putting stuff in and he's pacing behind and he's also looking at his effort and he's going, he's like, oh, shit, I'm only averaging seven calls a day and I'm not, you know, like and I'm not getting the, con- the number of connects that I have. Like, I do think there's like a like there's something subconscious below that's like, I'm not I'm not really doing what I need to do here. So um, there is there is like I think and one more thing that I'll share about this asset, too, is um, like my philosophy as like a leader is I really want to empower my reps to own their business. Like uh, that's how I got taught when I was starting off in sales. My manager, he said, hey, like you are the CEO of your territory. And so like that's something that I, I, I continue to carry with me and share with my team. However, right, like I can't just say that and then let people off on their own. Like this is an asset that we use to support reps really taking ownership of their territory. So like we could like if we're only waiting for one on ones to know like, hey, like there's something there's a bottleneck in your business. We're probably too late. Right. But with Dave Ford, he can update these numbers whenever he wants to. But this is his spreadsheet. These are his numbers. And he can also he can start to identify problems for himself without having to wait for a manager. And I think the last thing that I'll say on this too is because this is this is like you no know, built for like sales development. There's I'm sure you can have dashboards and everything built out for salespeople who are in closing roles. Is like I also am like, all right, when you move from like an SDR role into an AE role, like you're going to be expected to know your numbers. So mm-hmm. and this is also part of like, hey, I want to get you acclimated to really understanding what's going on in your business. So that not just on my team, you be, you can be successful, right? But when you get somewhere else and you may or may not have a manager who can who will walk you through all these things or who might even like coach you on all the stuff, right? But nonetheless, you'll at least be better equipped to manage in that new situation. So I think this is also a big like empowerment tool that's supposed to carry people on beyond just working with me as their manager. I like to like if you walk into a meeting and you have an agenda and this framework and this guideline in front of you, you feel better about the way you're showing up for. Do you feel like walking in? You already see the patterns for yourself and you're able to like come to GB with different ideas. Do you feel that way? Definitely. Great call out. Yeah. No. So I just like early on, obviously, she was probably like forward gotta fill this out gotta fill this out and then over the past few uh one-on-ones i've been like in the driver's seat for sure like i see this number i need to get this up i know i know um and then um it goes really nicely into just setting my goals for the week right and i'm able to identify what i need to do versus uh being like guided or told what to do yeah or like wait for someone to kind of tell you yeah really cool um, okay, so talk us through then how does this transfer in? Like if we're moving to your your more coaching side of things, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think a key to a good, effective one-on-one is um having reps like set their goals versus them being told what to do. Um, I think 
I don't know. It's just because I'm like, I like to be, think I'm autonomous and like, like to do what I put my mind to, but, um, it, it makes me more invested in what I'm working on. So like, for example, GB and I, like my calls are pretty okay at this point in my, in my SDR career, my writing skills are not. Um, so that's been a focus in our last few one-on-ones that was kind of called out and you can see like my email to connects very low. Um, and so like that metric was shining at me and I was like, I think I need to work put some time on my writing. So then that transfers from our first session into our second session um, where I can come with like examples of messaging I'm sending out and we can kind of work on those together. GB, what about you? When you think about like looking at what they bring on Tuesday, how does that impact coaching? Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, I, I don't have much to add aside from what Ford has already shared. I think what he shared is, is, is absolutely spot on. There is a level of, um, you know, I think there might be a little bit of context that managers also want to keep in the back of their head. So one of the things that I do on my side and I like, like how I want to share this, but without outing like anybody on my team. Um, so let me do this. Uh, I will share something that is anonymized. So one of the things that I'll do is like in the background um for every, and i don't even know that ford knows this but like now you know so, <laughs> so like as we're as we're having our one-on-ones like on a week-to-week basis i'm also keeping track of like what are the things that are popping up in our conversations and how does this map back to like the main areas of coaching and skill development that comprise the role so like if these are you know some sub um these are pretty much like all the competencies that i think you know, reps need to master in order to have mastered the role. Then like if I'm hearing from Ford, let's say on a Tuesday where he's like, whether he sees it in a metric, like as he might see there, hey, my 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 email reply rate is three percent. I want to get that up. And so now I need to get better at copy. But I'm, but also like as we're moving through that asset and it's like, hey, here's what here's where I'm at. Here's what I need to do. Here's what this means in terms of my plan for the week, the accounts that I'm going to go after, and my strategy for penetrating those accounts. If I notice something that's awry, let's say, in his approach to strategy or his research, right, then I can also point that down. So it might not just be about copy. It might be about research and relevance as well. So I'm taking notes in the back end, and I'm trying to decide, like, all right, I've got maybe three or four things that have popped up in this conversation What's the one thing that we got to overcome big mm-hmm. time to make sure that these other things, basically you're trying to like differentiate between what is an issue and then what is the root cause problem. Mm-hmm. So I'll also share that. Like it's, I want to empower Ford, but I also, there are times where I challenge him as well. Like, hey, I hear you Ford. I also want to challenge you and here's why, and here's what I'm hearing. So like, I'll, I'll just keep note of that in the background. But then there's also things that like, uh, there's not this is uh, uh this is an anonymized one right it's not like real information but other things that i'll look at too is on a week by week basis i want to see all right if we said that we we're going to work on copy i want to make sure we're continuing to work on copy if we think that's the one thing that's holding their business back and if like if i'm starting to notice like all right we're running into the same problems like yeah. over and over and over again i it's either it's like hey like is this the like is this the is this a real thing or should we pivot Right. Or it might be a preparation thing like, hey, you mentioned that you're having problems over here and you are going to do X, Y and Z about it. 
and now it's been two weeks and you have not done X, Y, and Z about it, I think that it's maybe not a matter of copy. It might be more about like time management and organization or it might be about mindset and, and like what is their level of motivation and engagement right now. So, you know, it, it's not always just about numbers. It's really about taking in the information and keeping a log of it over time so you can understand like, are you progressing against those coaching development areas? Um, if yes, awesome, right? But if not, then it might be time to like dr- dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. I I think it's so common. And I mean, we can all talk about this in the chat because I feel like we've had this experience where we set a goal and we talk about it with our manager or as a manager, you're talking about it with each of your team members. And then everyone kind of assumes that they're going to go work on it. <laughs> and then maybe we'll follow up on it or we'll have the same conversation. You're like, did I share this with you already? Do we have this? So like having this this plan and this sheet that it's like mutually agreed upon, this is what we're going to move forward with. Can I just play something back and tell me, clarify if it's wrong? So like, there's all these different things you could be working on. I worked for a manager years ago who used to give me a laundry list of all the things that were wrong. And it's like, you can't really focus on all these different areas. So you're taking their feedback, your observation, narrowing it down to like, here's what we're going to focus on together, getting agreement and then putting together a plan on like, here's how we're going to measure it. And Ford signs off and you guys are tracking it together. Yep. Yeah. And, it, and there's something it Ford signs off right on the plan, but the, in the plan, there should be mutual responsibility within that. Right. So and you don't have to overthink it. So let's say um Ford, is it okay if I use like our co- the copy example that we've been working on? Yes. No? Yeah. Yes. Give my consent. So let's say so Ford. So Ford, this is this is Ford's like, hey, listen, I've got here's my plan for being successful, right? And he maps it out. He did an amazing job. And then um, like I'll I'll read things back to him, and I'm like, hey, like it sounds like here are the, the three or four main things that I'm hearing from you. Um, and here's like one thing in particular that you want to get better at. So Ford's already doing stuff to support himself. And so then he's like, hey, I, I want you to support me in this as well. I'm like, cool, awesome. This is what we'll do on Thursdays during our coaching and skill development. Now, like, in order to make the best use of our time on Thursdays, like, what do you need to have prepared? Right? And then what do you need me to prepare as well? And that, and, and whether Ford is coming up with, the, like, he, if he knows the exact answer, awesome, right? But I wanted to start asking those questions to understand, all right, this is going to be a joint effort in supporting Ford getting better at this. Um, so like, let's say Ford, the example that we have for copy was Ford's like, what I really want to do is like he's researching. Um, he's looking at like different folks on LinkedIn who are sharing templates that work really well or for And so I'm like, cool, how about this? You bring in a couple of templates that you really like that you see. And we'll break down why it's success. We'll break down together why it's successful, and then we'll talk about how you can implement that into your outreach, right? Oh. So you send those to me the day before, and that way we're not. That way I can review it and come in with a strong point of view for us to start off faster on Thursday. So, and then as we move forward, it might be forward saying, "All right, GB, I'm going to send you three emails to review. So by the time that we get to the one-on-one, I already have the coaching content for him, the feedback, and we're not spending." 10, 15 minutes of me trying to figure out what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. It's more about like, all right, like we've all done the pre-work and now we can just get to like the meaty work. Both of you are prepared. Both of you have action items. Both of you are engaged in the conversation. 
Ford, what has that done for you? Like mentally, skill wise, like what, what's the impact to you? Yeah, I think, um, mentally, I just typically in the, in the old days, my previous <laughs> roles, I would get like, be like dooming or dooming, glooming my one-on-one that like, God, this is going to suck. Like we're going to have to go through all my, all my dirty clothes and everything. But, um, here it's like, again, because I'm bringing, let's say 50% to the table, um, I'm coming in and like have confidence in what we're going to be talking over. Um, the key is, is like having a problem and a solution, I think from the rep side. Um, and then, yeah, it makes you just look so much more prepared. It's a lovely thing. And I will say like, like Ford didn't come in like this. So like there, there is, um, like especially in a new manager rep relationship, like the manager really needs to coach the rep on all of this too. Like, yes, you're coaching on like whatever skill, whether it's, you know, uh, opening up a call or handling an objection or like the copy within your email or who you're going to go and prospect. But there's a lot of coaching as well of like, hey, like here's how you can make, if, we're, if I'm seeing that there's a gap, right? Like my ask question, hey, like how do you feel like our one-on-ones are going? <laughs> right? Like, and, and it's like, I, and I'll, my, I might, like uh what do you call it i call out the elephant in the room like Ford and i had those conversations right where it's just like hey maybe we need a nice little reset kind of thing because i don't know if we're work. i think we have the opportunity to work a lot better together so like maybe we just need a reset on what this looks like and what what i want to look like moving forward mm. yeah i think kind of like having because of it's like a 50-50 thing, but it's not always going to be 50-50, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll come in and I'll be like, this is what I need to work on. She'll be like, cool. Um, but then other times she'll take a more directive approach with me, um, which is needed sometimes as well. So I think it's like, I think Brene Brown had a quote that I saw on Instagram Reels that was like, in a marriage, it's always 100%, but it might be like 80, 80-20 sometimes, yeah. or like 40-60. So I take that marriage advice into our one-on-ones as well. Yeah. I saw that real. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. You're always adding up to a hundred, like you're there and for the give and the take. And I think like that, that not only makes like each of you individually successful, but helps the team overall. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. I just saw um, on Instagram, you know, the scroll, there was the thing that said, if there's no agenda, I will not attend a, for meetings. And I feel like that's a good one-on-one motto, right? Like you got to have this framework. You got to have the agenda. You have to have something where like both people are feeling this mutual responsibility. Um, Okay. And it rhymes, right, Colton? So don't we love it? Um, So looking back, I know there's a lot of questions. I want to encourage if people have questions to stick them into the Q&A section instead of the chat so they don't get lost. Stick them over in the Q&A section. Before we jump over there, I want to ask if, whether it's a rep or a manager on the call right now listening, if one-on-ones aren't going the way that they would like or they're not getting what they need out of a one-on-one, do you have, like from each of you, probably Ford speak to reps, GB speak to managers, like what's one piece of advice you would give them to be able to get what they want or need out of their one-on-one meetings. Go ahead, GB. I was going to say, I'll follow your lead forward. Um, step one, uh, subscribe to my newsletter that's called the one-on-one. 
like so uh, yeah, yeah yeah shout out um but i think i think there's um if i was getting really tactical though like i would highly recommend like you know keeping note of like when you feel like your needs are not getting met and then what what like what exactly is it that you need so i i've definitely been on a side where um and i'm not just it's something i'm i'm, I'm I'm not perfect all the time, right? That's kind of my fault. Normal person. And I, yeah, I usually have like, oh, as human beings, I make mistakes all the time. Um, but like where I had reps who said, hey, listen, I'm not getting what I need from you. Mm. And I'm like, okay, tell me more. And they're like, I just, I'm not getting what I need. I'm not getting what I need. And, and so I'm like, I feedback can go both ways, right? So like, I'll try and f- try to figure out like, okay, well, what's going on here? And when do you feel like that? I think, you know, the the sooner that like, you can get clear on what you need is the sooner you'll be able to like advocate for yourself and articulate what you actually need to your manager. And sometimes I think like some of the biggest breaks just come down to like we just don't know which words to use to convey the message that we're really trying to share there. So I, I think like the, the biggest thing that you can do is really get clear on what is it that you need, um, have a conversation with your manager. Uh, some managers will be like, hey, listen, I really appreciate that you shared that with me and I will take corrective action. Like, awesome. Some people don't give a damn and they're going to say, tough titties, get out of here. Yeah. And so um, I think in that situation, like whatever you're not, if you're not getting a need met from this person, like get creative about like where else can you look in mm-hmm. order to get those needs met. Great yeah. advice. That is good advice. I kind of have the same same advice just taking control of the conversation as much as possible um whether that be bringing in like tools like what we showed today or yeah just kind of like leveling with them and being like hey i want to work on this i want to do this and just kind of assert your agenda on what you want to do um and i think it will work out in your favor yeah if there's no agenda what's stopping you from proposing one right yeah and you're not going if there's no agenda. No agenda, no attenda. That's right. Let's Can I say, sorry, yeah. you, I know it's supposed to be one thing. No. But um, it, on the topic of like communication, there's a framework that I'd highly recommend. Like that is all about getting your needs met. It's called a nonviolent uh, communication framework. So it goes uh, observation, um, feel need request i like saying concern instead of feel because sometimes people are weird about women and feelings in corporate spaces so take that for what it is but yeah you really want to make an observation like hey i'm noticing that you know in our one-on-ones we don't have agendas right your concern is then hey like my concern is that you know we're maybe not like covering the areas that are really beneficial to cover um moving forward like i'd, I'd love to partner with you like what i really need is uh is to make sure that we're making the most of this and i of, the, of this time that we have and your request is then, hey, like, would you be open to partnering on coming up with an agenda we both feel good about? Right. So yeah. I've, had, I've had that conversation with like a VP, uh, had uh, one-on-ones with a VP at Culture Amp. And I like I remember coming in one day and I was just like, dude, I don't know what the hell you expect from me. And uh, what, like, can you walk me through what your expectations are? Because I'm almost at the point, like, I don't even want to have these meetings with you. So let me know what would be helpful for you. That'd be great. And that way I know that I'm doing my job. And he's like, great question. Here's what I need. I'm like, cool. Awesome. Clarity. 
I think managing expectations is the answer to almost every situation. <laughs> we can all just manage each other's expectations. We're golden. It's beautiful. Okay, so if you pop over to the Q&A, you can upvote other people's questions by giving it a thumbs up and we will um, answer kind of in line here. If you want to hear one of those answered, you can give it a thumbs up and we'll kind of rapid fire through here. I saw a few people ask for your template. GB, how do you uh, do you have that on your site? Uh, what is coming soon? The um, your one on one template that Ford shared a screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I have it somewhere. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I got you. Perfect. Um, okay. What do you think is the ideal rep to manager ratio? How many reps is too many? Hot topic question. Six is the perfect amount of reps for one manager. Um, and nobody can tell me anything else. I think seven is doable. Uh, eight is pushing it anything over that and we're getting into gross territory so six is perfect i feel like that's when you start seeing canceled meetings and frazzled manager no coaching pipeline only metrics driven like you start yeah wild. it's just like status updates but, but i mean you can have coaching but it's it's like if you have six people because there's the one-on-ones that you have but then there's also just hey gb do you have time for a quick slack call real quick Right. Like there's also that in between coaching that happens. And if you don't have bandwidth, you can't do it. Can't do it. Can't be in so many places at once. Okay. For both sides of the equation, um, and Juan asks, what are some of the specific questions that you always use as part of your one-on-one? And I think it'd be interesting to hear like both sides of this. Ford, is there always questions you come with? GB, are there questions you come with? Ford, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. I don't know if there's like particular questions that I come with. Um, it really derives from like how I'm doing in that week or quarter. But it's yeah. like the the over the overarching question is how do I get to my number? Um, I I would say, and then we we kind of just break it down from there from the asset sheet of like where do we see room for improvement? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this yeah. I, I saw someone one of the questions was like, All right, how do you talk about like health wealth and da 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 right like i mean there's hey how are you right like hey ford what's up how's it going you know how are we feeling today just starting off and just checking in with people i think is really important um and then there can be the question about like hey Ford, is there anything in particular you want to really focus on today like and if there is awesome but if not we've got our default agenda if we, if we want to go through that um yeah like, I think those are the, the two main ones. How are you doing? And anything you want to focus on today? The, the how are you doing? I love that because we get to talk about our lives a little bit. GB and I are remote. Um, so it's really like the only one-on-one time that we have are in these hour-long sessions. So I love talking about life as well. <laughs> I want to hear like from everyone in the chat. I feel like it's so important to get to know everyone on your team and what drives them, motivates them. We're all individual do you leave time for that in your one-on-ones, whether you're rep or manager? Like, is there some sort of that human element? You guys obviously do. I'm just curious to see like what the general consensus is. Or is it like straight to the facts? We're not we're not chit-chatting or do you like purposely build in some time for human connection? Just curious. Um, yeah, God. Yeah, that's some sort of been really important too of like having some flexibility as a manager in the one-on-ones like, 
there are some times where it's like, yo, we, we cannot talk about the work right now. Like it's, it's really clear. So in those situations, like, like there have been times where it's just like, all right, like you just need somebody to listen to you right now. Mm. So like, I know we had an agenda, but like, that's not really, that's not, that's, a, it would be a disservice to the rep. Yeah. Because like one of those are also a really great time to build, like to force like you're building rapport, like you're building trust, you're build, you're you're really cultivating a relationship with this person. And I mean, majority of people like they just they wanna they wanna feel like somebody cares about them, that understands them, appreciates them. And one of the best ways to make someone feel like you don't care about them is like they're coming in and you can tell like they are not okay. And you're just like, well, let's just pretend like you're totally fine. Put your mask back on and like let's get let's get excuse my language let's get to freaking business yeah yeah just keep rolling keep just rolling pretend. Yeah. we're gonna pretend yeah. like you're not no crying pain, right no now pain. stay tough <laughs> <laughs> um do you mind sharing your core competency list right now did is that company I know sometimes it's company specific is that GB thoughts it's and GB. feelings. It's GB's thoughts and feelings. Um, hold on. I need to like actually pull up that because that one that I made is not not the, the real right deal. One. It's not the real deal. It's not the yeah. real deal. But I will say, um, yeah, everything I want to share. Okay. Because in also, of course, Culture Amp has this like logging into <laughs> Okta. I lose so many hours of productivity logging into Okta. It's literally <laughs> the pain of my freaking existence. But they but, keep um, us safe. Shout uh, out Okta. Uh, okay, sorry. Yes. No, shout out Octa. Sorry. They're, I know. Listen, my bad. No, no. They, it's but, the login. It's just the login. Sometimes you got to do it. I know. Yeah. So, and then it's the like, where's my cell phone? Do I have to check? You know what I mean? Yes. So Colton, I try to say sign in, but it's every time I close out Chrome, it has me log back in. I don't know what the settings are for us, but mm-hmm. it, I've, I've clicked it many times. But I, I can go probably off of memory real quick. Like, let's say there are anywhere from 10 to 12 competencies that you can have anything more than 12 is probably way too much but it's like i got what um there's i have time management organization as one i've got mindset and motivation as one as as well you've got uh like the tactics of the role so you're talking about copy calls there's tech stack um what else is on there i talk about uh internal brand and visibility because that's important um there's i've added on conflict resolution especially for team sport and so you're working with other people internally. Um, and then I, I have like creativity on there as well. So it's like, all right, this, these are just areas that people can can grow and develop in. So you 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 really just want to figure out like what are the commonalities that you're seeing across your team if you have nowhere else to start from. But sometimes you just go like, let me just take a, a, a log of all the activities a rep can do. And then what does that mean in terms of the key categories of skills? Yeah. Definitely. And like, I think sometimes like aligning that also with company goals can be really helpful so that they're shining internally too. That's yep. like part of your internal brand piece. Awesome. Um, I just like quick recap from my perspective of some of the like main highlights that you shared here, splitting up the pipeline versus coaching development. Brilliant. Love it. Beautiful framework that you shared was killer Ford, you feel like it sets you up for success. GB, it's also helping you prepare so that you know what you're saying when you come into these meetings. And then like that last piece with the accountability that you were talking about with goal setting and having that tracking and being able to have that conversation. So beautiful. 
um, I think really impactful and something that we can all kind of take a little nugget from and apply managers and reps alike. I know there's a couple more questions. We're running up on time, but I know both Ford and GB um, willing to answer LinkedIn messages. Yes. Yes. We'll uh, we'll stick your info in the chat here so that people can connect with you. Both so, like this was so great to have. Thanks for letting us like sneak peek into your day to day. It was thanks great. For space. Can I take back what I said about Okta? I was just irritable because I had <laughs> haven't had breakfast. It's pros and cons, right? Um, appreciate the security, but I also am like, dang, I, I need to stop walking out of Chrome so many times in the day. I know. I listen all day. I feel your pain. Um, thank you all in the audience too for joining us. Daily Shit Sales Show. Uh, tomorrow it's gonna be the same time. I think James Buckley will be here. He's hosting Kevin Hop and Ronan Pissar for their part three of their awesome series on cold calling. This one is on converting uh your cold call to next steps. Again, thank you both for sharing with us big uh, round of applause for you. Hit us up on LinkedIn and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Leslie. Yeah. Bye, friends. Thank you.